Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Comics Pals Book Club. Uh, but this one may look a little different. Uh-oh. Uh, not hmm. by the makeup of our our wonderful group of people here. We have uh, Kale. What's up, hot dog? Um, Marco. Vroom! And <laughs> the newest weeb to join Whoa. the fray. Whoa, Mr. Whoa, Sean Bartley. Whoa, hey, now, Sean. listen. Uh, don't <laughs> hey throw now. words like that around so easily, man. Be careful. Can I have him at Weeb Central on the Discord real soon? Ooh. Watch your mouth, buddy. <laughs> He's going to be in there kicking people out of the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I've been tempted. You've all put yourself in one place. Now I can <laughs> find all of you. <laughs> yeah. Am I, am, I, uh, am I the only person who this was their first time reading this? Just out of curiosity. Uh, it's my first time. Even though I'm hosting, it's my first time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, say what it is, by the way. Uh, yeah, so it might look different because we're not doing a traditional, uh, 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 I guess, a Western uh, superhero big two comic book. We, we, are, we did a manga. We did yes. uh, volumes one through three of Chainsaw Man by Tatsuki Fujimoto. That's um, why when you're listening to this, you'll be listening to it backwards going mm-hmm. the other way. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wanted to actually start at the end of this uh, as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I read this book backwards twice. Uh, no, oh, I literally like mistake. Yeah, I read volume one backwards, and then volume two <laughs> backwards, and then volume three backwards, um, which is very confusing because like at least true. it's in the order. No, it's not. That's not true. I do yeah, have issues I, though. I have to like I recalibrate it. myself every time I open up a manga though. I bet it's still fucking slapped. <laughs> I mean, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if it still was the same book honestly <laughs> even read that way uh maybe the origin story might be a little confusing but yeah so this is um first first manga as a book club is that maybe we second or third uzumaki true that's yep. right wow we yeah. did that a long time ago a while ago uh well i guess uh first one uh with me on the show that's what matters um, and we we did uh so previously if you if you guys are uh, listeners of pals polls um, and you can go and search for this if you if you find this uh, podcast episode um, twenty years from now. Uh, but we did uh, uh, Fujimoto's uh, Goodbye Airy as well earlier in the year, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which we were all pretty uh, pretty hot on. Honestly, Even me, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was good. Good story is um, a good story. Yeah. So so for me, this is one of those books where it has been a hype thing mostly like everyone's telling me like oh you got you gotta see the baby and you gotta watch you gotta read chainsaw man um they're watching a little seinfeld huh uh it's in my veins kale you know like like every time i eat pretzels like i can't help but say they're making me thirsty like it's new york um but yes everyone has been telling me to read chainsaw man for months and months and months and i guess i used uh both the sway of the listener, thanks to the Patreon, uh, where you can actually uh, vote for this, and this one pretty pretty quickly it became an elite. Some little yeah. little dark horses in there, um, but I used this as my pick for the Patreon um, uh, vote, so that I could be forced to read it because I, I don't know when I would get to read it otherwise. <laughs> uh, but it did win, so thanks patrons and thanks uh, people who I guess uh, just. Join the Patreon at patreon.com slash the comics pals to vote for this because there is at least one person who's admitted it. 
Um, but that's something you could do. And uh, yeah, so uh, let's just do general general opinions off the bat. Uh, this is going to be spoilers for volumes one to three. I have um, purposely not gotten past three. Um, three ends on a fucking cliffhanger. Um, but I purposely did not read into four, even though I wanted to. Uh, but uh, let's. Uh, I want to hear some some general opinions on it. So let me go with someone who I think would be pretty obviously into this. Uh, uh, Marco, how'd you uh, how'd you feel about uh, Mister Mister Chainsaw Man? So um, I was very excited to return to the world of Chainsaw Man. I did read this as the Discord. I think initially jumped on the hype. Uh, I want to say with Manny and Matt first recommending it, and then Kale and Harris, and just like people just joined on. Uh, uh, wrapped up in some of the hype um and you oh know, it, interesting yeah, yeah i i felt uh i felt a bit lower on this than when i initially joined i think like the buzz around it kind of made it exciting and you got to talk about it to people especially this um uh, the cliffhanger at the end of this where i feel like the story really starts to kick off mm. and um i think this it's one of my critiques of manga is that sometimes they're slow to get into and slow to really build up to the point that matters and i think the book suffers from this and it's it's a detriment to an otherwise really good story because it would be hard to get somebody in on the ground floor if you're telling them well once you get past you know 24 issues you're 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 gonna you're gonna fucking love this right and so um yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get into it a little bit more, but initial take was, no, I wasn't wasn't as hot in it this time. So you you bought into the hype originally, so everyone's like, yo, Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man, you got to read this, you got to see the baby, and yep. you liked it. Reread for the show, you still like it, or it's just like, eh. Uh, I still like it, maybe not as much as I originally did, and I think that the introduction to this i think hurt the story it, it, it impacted my reading of it this time the introduction to like like just the, this volume volumes one and two are pretty much the intro right there right yeah that's yeah. what you're talking about okay yeah yeah there's like there's a pacing issue there um kale what do you think of it uh i love it I I was one of those hype people, and there's, to be honest, there's very few things that I just purely love and cannot stop reading. Uh, and Chainsaw Man was one of the few things that I could not stop myself from reading. Uh, when it originally came out, I was binging nonstop, and then when I caught up, it was murder. Um. So getting to reread it was is a thrill, and uh, I still found it as good. Um, I I do agree with Marco that the um, the introduction is slow, and that's why I suggested these three volumes. I'm glad um, you did. Yeah, yeah, because to me it doesn't feel like the premise until the end of volume three um and i really really wanted to hit that um but for me even early on like knowing what i know and getting to see it and then getting fujimoto's like crazy page turns 
I was, man, I'm enthralled. I love being back in it again. Okay, uh, Sean, I'll get to you because I think I think our, our <laughs> listeners are, and, and viewers and patrons and Discord members are all interested in what you have to, th- have to say sure. about this. In fact, I think most of the <laughs> most of the questions are directed at you. Um, <laughs> but so I, I'll just say, for me, um, I like this. I thought it was I thought it was fun. Um, I I con- contrary to most beliefs, I there was a time in my life where I did read a lot of manga. Um, I read a lot of uh, Naruto. I read uh, Bleach, ton of Bleach. Um, never got One Piece. Here's not much of it though, so maybe I'll catch up. Um, and I would. Uh, oh shit! What was the other one you used to read? Death Note. No, it wasn't. Was it? Uh, I think it was Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, all right, yeah. nice. Yeah, I think that was that was the other one. It might have been. Sean, you, uh, Sean, uh, Tyler, are you a? Uh a convert then uh like i I wouldn't say there was anything to convert really um because i i want to talk about the 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 because this is i guess the one of the first uh serialized manga this would be the first serialized manga we were talking about on the book club yeah Um, sure so i do want to talk about formatting uh in a bit um but yeah i wouldn't say i'm I'm not i i was ever against it Uh, i would meme about it sure um but i did recognize its place and things and it, its use um and for something like this that's as stupid as this book and, and i mean this i i call chainsaw man stupid uh endearingly i think it is the the premise of it is dumb the char- main character is an idiot um but be- because of that i had fun like i think this is just like good turn your brain off fun mm. um and i guess that's my my overall thoughts on it um but as he takes a swig, Sean, I guess you had to take that swig to talk about <laughs> yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, unless you surprised me. You've done that before. But uh, what were your thoughts on Chainsaw Man? Okay. So, as you guys know, me and manga, not a mix. Um, I had to go to the store. I had to go to Midtown Comics. And for the first time in my life... I had to buy oh. a manga. I had to do it. And they only had volume two, so that's the one I got. Which means, Kale, you're muted. Which means that I then had to go to shonenjump.com or whatever. Forget it then. We're, we, can, we can shut this down. We know where this is going. <laughs> and I had to read it digitally. <laughs> Okay, Sean, you, you got yeah. you got to stop going to Midtown. They keep screwing you every single time. Listen, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, mm-hmm. I hated Chainsaw Man more than anything else <gasps> that I like. Uh. Okay. So the, the, the strength of your hatred for it outweighs any strength of things you've loved. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> My, I, I, I hate it, right? But I liked it. <laughs> what? Whoa, hold on a second. Wait, Wait, I hate it. Yeah, it sounds like my yeah. previous but marriage. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> Holy uh, shit. Actually, this sounds like a lot of the characters in the book, which is the theme that we will talk about in this. 
Because um, this seems a little masochistic, Sean. But uh, it's dumb. Yeah. Yep. It's really badly written. Um, the art is not always great. Um, the pacing is rough. There's a lot of problems. But, oh, and it's gross and not funny, <laughs> and I hated all that. It's immature. It's juvenile. But when I got to the second volume where they're fighting in that that uh, room, uh, level hotel. eight or whatever, yeah. right? The hotel. And shit got rough. I realized that I cared. Yep. Oh. <laughs> yep. Knew it. Yep. And then I was like, fuck. And you hate right, yourself. I guess I it. like it. But yes. I fucking hate it. And <laughs> no that's way. That's exactly okay. how it hit me the first time. Kale, take that shit to the bank like, right now. Holy that's shit. surprising. Uh, it's surprising and also not surprising. Because um, I, think, I think the first thing I want to get into is the idea of shonen manga. Um, uh, this would be considered a shonen, right? Right, Marco? Yeah. 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 Young. Sense, yeah. Protagonist. It's also hero. on the app. Yeah. Like it's part of the genre-wise, and it is part of the serialized. Sure, sure. Yeah, I was talk- I was talking genre, uh, but yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but this is very cookie cutter shonen manga opening of a story. It's it, it is introduce the character. He's brash. He's a little uh, ab- abrasive in a way, uh, naive. Uh, he gets some kind of call to action and a power set, um, and then he faces off against <laughs> and, and, a. And and that thin premise is five pages, and then you get the rest of the story. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that premise is like it. it, it the, the book world builds. It says this is a world full of of devils and not demons, specifically devils. Um, yeah. Could be a translation thing, um, but a, a world of devils uh, where each devil personifies either an idea, an object. It personifies something. Um, we have a blood devil in this. We have the eternity devil. Um, there is the gun devil, which is... haven't gotten there yet, but it's mentioned in this. Um, and our, our POV character, Denji, is a devil hunter. He is, uh, uh, I guess, tasked by... I believe it was the Yakuza to be like their go-to devil hunter. Yep. Um, to pay off his dad's debt or whatever. Um, oh. But but within like the first, uh, what, two issues, he gets brutally murdered <laughs> and yeah. chopped into bits. Um, yep. But uh, he, he kind of forms with his pet devil, which was like a chainsaw little devil, uh, Pochito, yep. I believe. Yep. Um, and uh, becomes this hybrid kind of character. So it, it's always like, I think Shonen too, it's always like the, the main character has like something special about them that the other characters don't have which usually causes tension you know naruto it's like the nine tails uh goku is like he's the only saiyan right now um that's my tangential knowledge of of shonen manga um but uh yeah then we get like the so this is where like pacing comes into play for me like i i I was i was seeing the the blueprint maybe a little too much early on i was like oh this is just like every other this is like every other manga I've read in the first uh, couple volumes, which like was a like a I guess a pro anacon for me. 
um, it was a con in the sense that I was noticing it. Um, and I was feeling like, all right, let's let, who under who our first uh, big bad is going to be that is going to be easily dispatched to show off our character's true form and uh, and power set. Oh, it's this bat guy. Here we go. Um, that it's guy. the same as yeah. It's like uh, <laughs> that the first Titan in Attack on Titan, you know. Um, but uh, seeing that format uh, didn't take me out of it because it was fun. It was stupid, um, and that's what this book is. It is kind of stupid. Um, but because of the way the pacing works, it's not traditional uh, American comics. If you are watching or listening to the show, um, this is weekly, I believe, right? Uh, these things come yes. out weekly, shown in weekly is where it's released. Yep. Um, so issues are a little shorter. Um, issues are, I don't it's, even know if I can say like 18 to 20 pages usually. Roughly, yeah, but they are they're only like four panels on each page or so. Yeah, because yeah. because the physical a format of, of a volume is the the pages are much smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I actually read volume three because my physical copy of volume three didn't come in in time, um, but I read volume three on my phone. Oof. Um, and honestly, pretty good experience. Oh, I had really? no issue with it. Yeah, it's it was like a, a one handed thing. That's okay. That sounds weird. Um, <laughs> other hand was underneath the pillow i was like you know come on hand check um but yeah it, it was fine for me like i think the that that kind of lends itself to it but the fact that the pages are smaller um things move fast in this yeah, yeah. um the speed at which the story progresses is very fast you can chew through these uh volumes uh because of the way it's formatted but it also feels like oh i've read three volumes of something and i only just got the idea of who the main villain is um, so it's very, is decompressed the word I'm looking for? Um, yeah, in, in that you, like you could have, you know, made this shorter, you could have paced this out to be even a bit more expository. Well, and, I don't even think it, it, it should be that. I'm just saying oh, just okay, the, okay. the, the format of manga lends it because it's weekly. You kind of have to get. Um, a lot in those weekly things, you know. It's a lot and a little at the same time. It's yeah. something that, like, for example, fights get cut off, where I feel like in uh, yes, in <laughs> Western comics, it doesn't that doesn't happen. Where you know, in this will get we're about to get into a fight, and then you know, it's happening between two of our characters. Then in the next issue, it's still kind of happening. I feel like you don't always get that. It's usually over, you know, a, a, a like a third act of a single issue or part of the event. And it, it's contained to an issue a lot of the time, I feel. Whereas this, I feel like it got spread across issues, which made things feel longer. Like, the fights could have been condensed. I think some of the initial interactions in each of the spaces, like for the Eternity Devil, could have been condensed. And I, I think the way that they are, it works. But there are ways to be, I think, a little more efficient for the sake of the storytelling. To Sean's earlier point, right? Like, the, the writing, I think, needs a, a little bit of work. Uh, Cal, did you notice anything with that, uh, the pacing of, uh, of this compared to what we were previously read or, or what we usually read rather? Um, I guess, I guess the, um, meeting power and rescuing her cat and, and the whole arc about the bad guy, it's interesting but it's not essential. That's um, funny. I like that better than the Eternity Devil, actually. 
that's insane and yeah. i'll kill you um <laughs> wow. uh well but, if if kale if, if, if kale kills marco then he gets let out of the hotel yeah oh right uh but, oh. so so it you know to that aspect it's it's sort of that thing of like you know i i've said it several times and marco said it earlier you know that it shouldn't take 24 chapters to get you into something you know you should be in you know uh fujimoto should be reeling you in from chapter one and and i guess my my thing with this is like i did really like it but had i been following this weekly originally i probably would have bailed Hmm. interesting even even though it felt like it was accelerated like reading it all at once I feel yes. like that would be that would be the thing for me of just like oh it i know that it's trying to get to a thing at some point and so it's plowing through a lot of this and weekly feels like less of a commitment than a monthly does oddly enough uh yes i i i do agree with that but it's also you know it's remembering that it comes out it's doing you know it's doing all this stuff i for me especially with manga i think i would I would rather do big chunks of the story at once. Sure. Yeah. Uh, to sort of get my fill, I guess. For me, like with a Western comics, you can see when it's written for the issue or for the trade. We talk about saga being written yeah. uh, or written for like the issue cliffhanger. But like the big two, kind of, you can see how they write for the trade. Like an arc fits in a trade. This feels like neither. <laughs> um, yeah. Like as I read these issue by issue, I'm like, I'm like, I, I don't feel like, oh, this is a a full issue. Like I want to go right to the next one. But then when I'm at the end of the volume, it's the same thing. So it's almost like yeah. it's just uh, here's my whole story. Um, yeah. Let's just chop it up to fit page page <laughs> count. It's it's written for for page count really. It feels like rather than an actual format. Um, which is addicting to read uh, at once, which probably helps, you know, like, do you mm -hmm. know how quickly I want to look at buying volume four? Very quickly. <laughs> um, so I think it helps sales, but it's just something I'm not used to. I got through this very fast. Yeah. 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 Um, and not because I was just, you know, you know, breezing through the pages. I just, it just, it's an easy read. And that made it easier. Um, it's weird because and we should we should get to like talking about the actual story and stuff. But mm -hmm. Like um, I cared about the characters, even though I felt like the dialogue was lacking depth almost all the time. And I can't really explain that. Like, I don't I don't think the dialogue was good and I don't think that it really does a great job of like explicitly saying who these characters are, but seeing them go through stuff, seeing their interactions, you kind of get invested. Like it caught me off guard that I was invested, but I, I was, you know, like it, it was weird. Um, I think volume one, the way it introduces Denji, that was the most, um, like that was, I, the, when it started, I was like, wow, okay, this is actually kind of good. 
because it starts with this kid who's, you know, basically homeless or whatever, who doesn't have anything going on, but he's got this, you know, cute monster that follows him around <laughs> that he made a blood pact with. Um, you know, it's like, like there's cool stuff there. It was like, uh, you know, it kind of reminded me of Pokemon a little bit. Like, there was cool stuff. Um, and it had something to say, you know, I, I thought, like, about, <laughs> you know, uh, the culture of work, overworking, um, you know, violence. Like, there were some themes. And then he just turned into this horny ass wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, then you, then you turn into turn the page over, and I think I took a picture of this page and sent it to to listener of the show, Matt Murphy. Uh, where he's just he's just playing in the dirt, saying, "I want to touch some boobs," and I'm like, "Yo, <laughs> he just like me for real, you know?" Like, <laughs> he like it, it went from and like stuff happens, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I agree. It is. It is. There is. I think totally with the story. I mean, the story really revolves around Denji um, wanting to get goals. Like his goal is to have goals. Yeah. And all of his goals are pretty much immature. Uh, it's, hey, I want to touch some boobs. Oh, I want to kiss someone. Oh, I want to have sex. And then it's just like, oh, now I want to kill God. Like, it just goes from, <laughs> I want to touch some boobs to, I want to kill the strongest. Well, it's the, all, uh, it's all short-term, it's all short-term goals because yeah. he doesn't have, he, like, he never thought he would live this long. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think what's interesting, too, is the, the way Denji evolves like it's all, what you're describing has always sort of been my problem with Denji. Like I don't like Denji. Uh but as the story progresses like you get um interactions with other characters just as his goals progress and you start to see other characters and how they're more interesting than him. Mhm. <laughs> You know, like, I, I think Aki is a really good character. And, um, you know, his his whole story is is really impactful. And uh, so, you know, when you uh, see that Denji gets his first, you know, his first boob touch or whatever, uh, and that goal is accomplished, that's when you're introduced to Aki. And... Aki has more complicated of a story and he starts making connections. Uh, Denji starts making connections to other people as the story progresses. I mean, I guess we can transition over to Aki uh, as a character because I think it's, it's, it's again, a typical shonen thing where the, the brooding side character is the more interesting one. Mm. Um, for me, like Sasuke and Naruto mm -hmm. was always yep. like that. Same for Vegeta, uh, in my opinion. Um, but it, it it fits that archetype well, and because it, it fleshing out Denji's um, cast of characters um, makes him more likable in return because he gets to play off that. Uh, because the character himself is shallow, both in in personality and in goals. Um, Borderline so unlikable, frankly. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 would, I think he was so shallow, he turned around to go back to likable for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just skipped <laughs> yeah. right over it. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, like, Aki is, like, one of those characters where, like, he... We, we got his whole backstory in, like, uh, a major, like, a, like, half of an issue. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. And he, we know his ultimate goal. Like, we got everything much quicker than we did with Denji. 
um, and you feel for him. And he actually, even when these first three volumes, that character that only gets introduced maybe well into volume one, um, he has character growth too. He has more than Denji in some places. You know, his ability to uh, grow and realize he needs help is something you would think would take forever for a character like that, but we get that by volume three. I think it plays into these overall like shonen uh, archetypes that mm-hmm. like like you know what you're getting with coming to a shonen book and it's gotta be like Denji is unlikable. He's the protagonist because you know, it's his story, right? You, you don't need a reason beyond that. It's gonna be his story and whatever adventures follow, it's gonna be in the frame of, well, this is a person that as a uh, as a young reader you don't want to connect with like you're probably the same way like you know towards the audience that this is being catered towards you're a horny 16 year old kid who's sometimes an asshole right like this is the character and we're supposed to make it unlikable because we don't want you to be that and um something i have should i have not been uh uh seeing myself in (laughs) that Oops. It's, it's the character that you that you put out to be like this isn't the nicest guy and aki is you know he's quiet he's maybe not as open um all playing into these things that again you're catering to this audience that gravitates to these kind of tropes and um i guess approaches to personality that uh it it, it connects really well with um i think the the kids reading it the hype that's alongside it because it does those tropes pretty well It's it's hard to it's hard to talk about some of that stuff for me because I really don't have experience. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But just evaluating him as a character divorced from tropes, he just sucks. And you know, it's not Aki or Denji. I'm sorry, Denji. Uh, okay. It's not really fun. Well, I didn't I didn't find fun in in, in who he is. Like I I didn't hmm. like the the antics um and the the fact that his whole agenda look you know say what you want i like stories where the where there's some depth you know i like stories where the characters have interesting goals and something to say and you know i thought that there was this was going down that road with volume one and there's there's aspects like the the gun devil i'm sure we'll get to that I that I have a lot of positive things to say about, mm. but um, you know, Denji as a as a character basically sets the tone for the book. Basically sets the sort of the idea of what this book is, and um, I I just really don't like it. Like I I want him, I want there to be more. I want him to be more, and that's just not the case. What did you guys... So, I mean, we've talked about Aku, we've talked about Denji. Um, I guess the other... There's probably maybe three other big characters in this. Um, Power is probably our other uh, character we get the most out of. Um, and she's an interesting one. She is a fiend, I believe is the term. Um, yes. It feels like I'm playing Yu-Gi-Oh! And I summon a, a fiend! <laughs> phenomenal name for a, a type of character. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Power's awesome. Yeah. Power was the comic relief... 
mm-hmm. when the main character is too stupid and annoying and everybody else is really serious. Power was the character who could get a laugh out of me basically every time she talked. Down to the way she's lettered was yeah. funny to me. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 The fiends and the devils. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sean, just in general, about like the different ways that they use the, like lettering for characters and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there, the other standout one was whenever a character was like, freaking out or whatever like the lettering would change mm-hmm. um I, yeah, I, I love that stuff but they, you know they do that in american comics yeah it was just well it was well done and it's so much bigger in in manga like in general because of the you know the translations and the shifts in in writing yeah. you know so it's hard not to because you're, uh, you're trying to capture like inflection and tone in a lot of it so you need yeah. some of that dynamicism and it's also uh, a book without color. You need something to draw your eyes in certain places. Yeah, great point. Can I just really quick talk about that? So when yeah. I first started reading the book, you know, volume one was I was reading on Shonen Jump, and the first few pages were in color. I was like, oh shit, oh. okay. Oh no. Yeah, let's get it. This is this is nice. And then it went to black and white, and I was like, wait, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Welcome to the manga experience, man. Yep. Oh boy, I don't know how you guys do it. What is it. what is that like for you though, Sean? Like it, in in it being not colored, it's a flat black and white book. Does that affect I, your reading at all? Yeah, I don't like black and white. Mm. Um, I like to see color, Tyler. <laughs> We're not talking about mutants right now. I don't need to talk about me not seeing color. Okay. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I I really really wish that it had been in color. I probably would have enjoyed it more. Hmm. So, uh, so Power is one of the characters that we get introduced to, we'll talk, uh, and uh, I would say the other big uh, female lead would be Makima, who is this, mis- at least up until volume three, a very mysterious character. Marco. Yeah? It is so hard to talk it's, about uh, yeah. any of this. <laughs> it is so hard. I, I know, and I'm trying my best, like, I had, I'm looking up names and stuff. Just to make sure I get names, where I'm like, I don't want any fucking spoilers in any of this. Mm. Shit just ugh, goes mm. down, um, man. But Makima's but Makima, the boss, right? Yeah, she's yeah, the boss. Yeah. I, don't, I don't trust her. I don't trust her. Good. Well, weird. But uh, Makima brought up. So, so uh, I guess text-wise, Makina, Mak, not Makina, uh, Makima is a one of the leaders of the devil um, devil hunters that work for the government. Um, and she recruits Denji after his post-Chainsaw Man transformation. Gives him a job, gives him food. Um, treats him like a dog, quite literally. Um, I, I did have a, a, a question from Matt Murphy regarding that. Uh, Sean, um, he, he would like to know if you would bark for Makima. Um, that is a phenomenal question, and I have had two beers. So I'm actually going to answer that. <laughs> and say, yes, if I had four beers. Mm, okay. <laughs> okay. So you're you're in volume Listen. two, uh, uh, having those beers with everyone on the table, which is my favorite interaction. I, I, I want to talk about that, but um, yeah, Makima is an interesting character. She is this um, hmm, powerful uh, boss, but somewhat nurturing to to Denji at the same time, um, and it's a theme that I am seeing throughout Fujimoto's work, from what I've read. I've read Goodbye Ari as well. Um, 
And she kind of personifies this idea of, uh, I guess the girl boss that, uh, that Fujimoto, uh, likes, um, in goodbye Ari, there's also this kind of domineering woman who is nurturing at the same time. Um, which is what Makima was. And, and I, I was like, oh, I wonder if anyone else has uh, noticed this. Um, uh, Fujimoto's come out and said it himself. Um, let's see. He's, he's uh, writing his follow-up to Chainsaw Man currently, which uh, is going to yeah. be revolving around the subject of a femme fatale, another uh, trope that he likes. And let me just find the quote here. Um, oh, wait, in part wait, two wait, till you get to the, you get to the bomb devil. Oh. oh boy, yeah. In part two of the interview that was published in Jump, uh, the author said that he liked domineering an irrational woman and that he wanted to have women in higher positions than men. Uh, and quoted, uh, I also like domineering an irrational woman. In college, there was a girl who was mean to me, and then one day at school, my bicycle had fallen over. I was wondering what happened when she said, I knocked your bike over, ha ha ha. I was so happy. Fujimoto said okay. it. In the okay. oh, that doesn't right. sound like he likes domineering women. That's like he likes to be submissive uh, and I feel like because I, I don't read like in Eri or in Makima that she's necessarily domineering in, in this she has him what? bark well, for things but it's usually he, I pay for that I, but but it's it's him it's him doing it. like doing <laughs> <laughs> doing nothing to uh put something in place there's there's no barrier he's just gonna do a thing because well he's gonna do a thing he has no worth like self-worth to say no or to disagree you don't think that's domineering though in, in her her characterization i have I more quotes by fujimoto by the way <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i think i think it speaks more to denji than it does necessarily to makima wow. what I, I, I okay think that hold I, on hold on hold on i'm sorry i just i if someone has no self-worth, right, and then you say, bark for me. Right. That's their fault for having no self-worth. <laughs> you're dominating. Yeah, Marco's, Marco's making me look up the definition of domineering <laughs> just to be sure I Is know it? what it means. <laughs> so can I can read another Fujimoto quote? Yes. Um, I feel closer to Agni or Denji. I don't know who Agni is uh, from Chainsaw Man, especially their masochistic tendencies which translates in their respective submission to insane female characters like Makima. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah, that's what we're saying. But he, he's also saying like he, he's saying that it's uh, sub- being submissive to them versus not. OK, Where, so what? OK, so in a dom sub, what does the what what does dom mean? What is that short for dom sub? Well, what is well, dom sure, short? Yeah, the, for uh, you're, you're domineering. But, but oh, I mean, that's what that means. I thought it meant Dominic and it was just an Italian <laughs> sub. <laughs> <laughs> but like the you also have to be submissive in order to be in that position right you 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 already have to be in that state of mind Denji sub- already has to be I'm, I'm not disagreeing that it, that she isn't I, I i'll take that back okay okay, okay. but i i think the 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 way it's focused on it's focused more so on denji's submission than her so you being, think like this image that I'm, I'll post it for you, for you, Marco. The the back image of Volume One of yeah. uh, Denji, literally in a collar, right? Um, is more a reflection of him rather than his the people who have put the collar on. Yes, because he he enjoys it. He he take he takes some sort of relish out of it. What? Why do you think that? I, Where are you getting that from? Uh, I that's mean, some, <laughs> that's some backwards ass. 
Is yeah, it, that's okay, that's some like so, pro pro empire talk. Like, yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you, so from from what I've been reading of Fujimoto's quotes here, I think Marco might be onto something because I think the writer himself is a masochist. He likes being domineered by women, so yeah, he, writing the POV character is his POV. And then these women, these domineering girl boss, gatekeep, uh, uh, eat hot chip uh, women. Um, are just forces of nature that help bring out his masochistic tendencies. I think you're talking subtext, Marco. I think the text is she's fucking bossing him around and doing what she sure. wants to get okay. out of him. Yeah. The sure. thing, the thing that that is lacking from this conversation is a is a discussion about power dynamics. You can't talk about this without discussing the fact that she's his boss. He has to do what she says. True. So, of course, it's domineering. You can't mm-hmm. get sex out of it because there's no way for him to consent to that because she's telling him, if you don't do this, you'll die. Let me... I, <laughs> What really sold, sold me on this is uh, the, this definition. Let me just read it real quick because I do think it will help. The definition um, of... Domineering. Okay. Uh, asserting one's will over another in an arrogant way. For me, it's the arrogance. Like that, re- that there. really yeah. sells the. Uh, it's more than dominance. It's domineering. Marco's got the real masochist view on this, doesn't he? <laughs> Listen, maybe Marco's revealing something today. Yeah. Whoa. But yeah, no. But I, I think. But even remember, if you guys remember Goodbye Ari, uh, Ari was kind of the one that would force the male POV to, to into action constantly. Um, he would have been fine just being a weirdo, um, but she is the one that kind of gets him to do all the things that moves the plot forward, which is kind of what's happening here. Oh right, um, and yeah, I mean, look, I feel like every single like com or manga I've ever read or. Uh, you know, anime that I've ever seen, which is very little, has characters like that. Like there, I yeah, think, I think there, that's a cultural thing. There is an agent of, you know, a, a, a movement. I'm saying that 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 there. I was referring to like the idea of the woman as, you know, maybe domineering or controlling or mm-hmm. the boss. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah, yeah. if you look at like Dragon Ball, like the mother is always the one mm-hmm. or the girlfriend or the wife. So I'm not I certainly think that's at play, but I think that it's a fetishization of women as dominators for me. Yeah. Submissive men. Sure. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a tsundere in like the, the trope being that very much like you got to speak some English to me, pal. <laughs> But but that's the trope. Like, Don't that, Google that's, it, Sean. No, you can Google it. it, it, it it's context, and uh, I think I'm getting that, confused with something else. I'm I'm googling it right now. T S U N D. I know how it's spelled. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was thinking of something much different. Oh boy. I'll tell you off mic about what I was thinking of. Even those pieces, that's part of the trope. Okay. Yeah. That does. That does seem to track. It, it is a frequent trope in it. Even like uh, Evangelion, another one where mm-hmm. that, that trope exists. Or Bulma as a character, that trope exists. Yeah. That, she, do, those, she does the same to about, Vegeta, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Bulma, yeah. yeah, even Chi-Chi to some degree. Um, yeah. yeah. But you don't think, Bulma, the, uh, you don't think uh, Vegeta's like low turned on by it, guys? Like, 
Yeah, dog. Nope. I think that's a, yeah. I think that's a part of their relationship. Yeah. He wouldn't. Yeah, he wouldn't be there if he wasn't. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Um, but there is a the, the certain uh, part of Makama that that really jumps out to me is like there is that trope of the strong woman leading or guiding the male character to drive the plot forward. But there is this, there is a tinge of nurturing manipulation that is in this, that is unsettling with her character. Uh, and I think it sets her apart from other femme fatales in shonen manga. Um, mm. Because something don't smell good. And it's not the barf down Denji's throat. <laughs> something else doesn't smell good. I was, I was so glad that that was in, in this reading of that book. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. That's what I was looking for when I hit volume, when I was looking for the end, the end point of what we should read. <laughs> well, maybe that's a good point because I want to talk about that, that whole scene in the bar because there are scenes splintered throughout this, these three volumes that are, it literally goes from giant action scene, bloody demons, devils, fiends, whatever other uh, trap cards, magic cards, whatever other thing you want to throw in there. Um, and then these really slow moments that are more, I guess, slice of life in a way. Um, because we get a, a good chunk that is just a whole bunch of coworkers at a bar drinking and having fun. Um, that was probably my favorite bit of the whole book or, or what I've read so far. Those are fun um, it, sequences. It, it, it helps yeah. you get to know the characters. It helps you see how they interact. Because otherwise, you just see them sort of in like one context. I mean, it, it happens in, uh, in, in comics too. Like, you have the in-between scenes. But I think this is... Yeah, th this is just like the way to tell uh, or share context or to share character moments in manga. Is in an office, in a school. Like, these are just the environments. I felt like I was reading an RPG. <laughs> Playing Persona? In the sense that, like, it reminded me of, like, Final Fantasy, you know, and um, a lot of those other games. Kingdom Hearts. Games where... Well, this game actually... Have, this book made sense, though, not like Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I guess, yeah. Um, if, you know, they connect you to the characters through those smaller moments where you do get to have those cutesy interactions. Um, but then even in battle, they find ways to inject those character moments into the story. You know, if you're Denji, if, if the reader is Denji, um, you know, all these other characters are the NPCs or the supporting characters in the game that you develop feelings for, not necessarily like sexually, but like emotional attachment to um and i guess the reason why i'm using that kind of comparison here whereas i probably wouldn't for a western comic is because it feels like that's more of the focus uh whereas i think in western comics the focus tends to be more you know the big action um or oh, the moment would be more somber here it's more playful like when was the last time you saw the avengers just chilling um mm -hmm. You don't get a lot of stuff like that, I feel like, uh, in yeah. Western comics. And it was refreshing because I haven't read a story that had cool action, but then also like, hey, let's just go have a drink together and make out and be stupid. Like, 
Yeah. I actually think, and this is this might surprise some people, I would love to see Western comics take a little bit of that. I really would. Imagine we got to see the X Men just have dinner. Yo, chill. you know. Well, I that, mean, I think that, Hickman actually did a little bit happen. of that, but yeah. Yeah, genuinely, the um, that was what people liked about Claremont's run, like the, you know, the baseball they would games. have baseball games and. That's the appeal of the old Teen Titans and the Legion of Superheroes is all the the little relationships and little moments between the actual characters fueled by the superhero action. They were soap operas. So I I think a good a good place to inject uh, another question by Matt. This is a serious question, not about barking. Um, But he asked uh, after (laughs) after reading Goodbye, Ari, how do you feel about the pacing of Chainsaw Man versus Fujimoto's one shot work? Look back in Goodbye Area, tight, slow-paced, deeply emotional pieces of fiction. And Chainsaw Man has the energy, imagination, and pacing of a 13-year-old boy who got his first boner after drinking a Mountain Dew. Uh, that sounds like a self-report, Matt. Um, do, you re- do you prefer <laughs> the examinations of loss and experimentation and storytelling or the Shonen explosion? I was so expecting this book to have the weight of Goodbye Area that when I realized it wasn't, I was like really genuinely let down Um, because again, it starts in such a way where it's like you're hit back to back with these things. And as soon as you get to the point where he decides that he wants to, you know, kiss a girl, it just loses all of that weight. It gets it back when they introduce the concept of the gun devil. And it's that was like, I can't, wait to talk about that like that was like oh shit all right wow well, talk about it there's something yeah. here okay all right yeah um that was when i was like damn i might have like depending on where these the, the volume three ends i might need to read more by myself because Yo. i need to see what happens with that yeah it, it it had so much weight to it the way they introduced the concept <laughs> of the gun devil where it's like all these people died. A million people died, and I felt like there was it was supposed to evoke nine eleven. Um, yeah, that's the vibe I get. Definitely yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which it I any love. American kind of tragedy at, at this point. Right. Yeah. I, I love a nine eleven illusion or or. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tyler, oh my <laughs> god! Exactly. Oh, like I'm, I'm, yeah, I love nine eleven. Got a new TikTok <laughs> there. Uh. So. It was working for me on all levels. And then the fact that the hunters specifically wanted to take down this devil, like that was the big fish, mm. gave the story an end game um, that now I'm aware of. It's, it's, it's no different than like Ash's end game being the elite four, wanting yeah. to be, you know, the world champion of Pokemon. Yugi's end game wanting to be, you know, the best of all time like if it gave me that vibe maybe they don't find it until 50 chapters from now i have no idea but the fact that i know that that's where the story is going for sure made me feel like i want to get to wherever that is and then it didn't happen in volume three and i was like ah shit i gotta read more i mean so when like, we get like, introduced it, it, to that that sword devil though and like i was like oh shit like yeah it's not gun devil but uh, this guy's pretty fucking cool it uh it, it introduced you or like you got the idea, like you got their idea. You like aligned with the goal, and it it mm-hmm. it felt like a rallying cry. Exactly. Yes, dude. Yes. Oh man, that's yeah. that's what that's the fun about 
for me that's that's a big fun piece about manga is that when it's something like this like an adventure or a team or whatever it might be is that you invest in what they're invested in because you saw them go through it you you feel why and you're like yeah you know what fuck them or yeah you can fucking do it uh and that's i think the big the one thing that to matt's question about like whether or not i'm reading a long form story or a short form story for fujimoto i think he's able to get you behind some character's mission or end goal and airy was about the uh preserving his mother's memory and then it switches to you know preserving Ares' reality and then he he's able to invest you in into something and that drives the book and for me i think that's genuinely a lot of fun and something he does really really well regardless of how you're reading him um but i think i like that tighter feel because this felt way too extended there could have been ways to condense this and still get emotional and potentially get emotional beats out of it i mean i'll, I'll say i just prefer the goodbye airy because it is uh sure. it's bite size honestly which is easier um but i can see this being that idea just you know stretched out across a much much larger story because there are those bits that you know that felt like goodbye airy the part where we get aki's backstory you know um the part where we we the very end, um, Eyepatch Woman. Um, Himeno. What's Himeno. Uh, when yeah. she does her thing and uh, looks like sacrifices herself, like, there are those beats that are like, oh, fuck. And there are those page turns that are like, oh, shit, that I got in Goodbye Ari. Like, specifically the Goodbye Ari scene where, you know, the mom thing happens. I don't want to say exactly yeah. what it is, but um, when that happens, like, that was like an oh, shit page turn for me. And I think there are little ones in here, you know, strewn throughout. Or like I don't think I really have to pick whether I like the Shonen Explosion or the the longer emotional examination because it's kind of a bit of both in this from what I've seen so far. Yeah, I, I feel like um, it's if like if this had that same vibe, if it took itself as seriously, then 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 sure. Like there there's such different stories that I don't know that I I don't know that I think this is worse just because it's long form. You know, does that make sense? Like, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did want to get to a couple more questions on here. Um, do you understand? So this is by uh, Yezis in the Discord. Uh, do you understand why this is bigger than superhero comics? Uh, and I don't know if they're, they're saying Chainsaw Man is bigger than superhero comics or shonen manga or manga in general is, are bigger than superhero comics they didn't really elaborate on that point um but uh I, I, where, where do you guys lie on this side of the debate you know i mean i guess it's not really a debate because numbers wise we can tell it is bigger um but i guess getting you know, why is a different story i got one word for you sure yes mm. <laughs> all right so I have a few thoughts. Number one, I I absolutely get why it's bigger because I spent 10, was this 10 bucks? This was, yeah, this was 10 bucks, right? And then I spent, and this was neg to do, I didn't even realize because I could have just spent $3 
and got a Shonen Jump membership. And actually, I could spend nothing because I could just cancel my trial and be yep. done with it, right? Yep. And I would have read 27 volumes, but I stopped because we were done. I could have read the whole thing for free, right? You can't do that with American comics. What big two trade are you getting for 10 bucks? Mm, Which one? None. none. No way. There's no, there's no, not, not MSRP. Maybe if it's marked down at Comic-Con or whatever, sure. But MSRP, that's not happening. Yeah. That right there is a massive, massive problem, right? But then on top of that, who was this written for? This is written for the same people that Yu-Gi-Oh! is written for, which is huge. The same people that Dragon Ball is written for, which is huge. Horny kids. That's who this is written for. And, and, and people that want to heavily binge something. Right? Modern superhero comics are not written for those people. And guess what? When they were, they made more money. So, you're saying, so your, your argument is the big two is not horny enough. Of course they're not. <laughs> I like, this, I don't I think like that's, this way of thinking. Yeah, I don't think that's the reason. I think accessibility, too. Look what we did. Sure. We went on shonenjump.com. We started a trial or we paid $2.99 or whatever it is, yep, and yep. we read the whole thing. And it's all there. It's very linear and streamlined. There's no thought involved. It's completely brainless. I would even say in the print version, format-wise with manga, it, look at this. I'm one-handing this. I can yes. read this with one hand. I can yes. read this while I'm walking around. I can read this while I'm cooking. While I'm commuting, like I, I would read manga on the train in college, yep. because it was easier to carry around the book. Just just in terms of the way it's made, it's more accessible. And if it's more accessible, I'm going to read more of it because I have more time to do it. If I want to read Sandman, that's an ordeal. <laughs> I literally have to uh, lift weights and grab it off my uh, my bookshelf, um, put it down on a table. Like that, there <laughs> there is there is more of a process involved with that. There's a process with uh, even. You know, the Wednesday, every Wednesday getting books, Tuesday for DC, still not fucking used to that, um, where, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a process. With Stone and Jump, it's all in one spot. I read it on my phone, and it worked on my phone well. You know, again, another one-handed experience um, where, like, if I'm, if I'm, you know, the average Joe Schmo, I'm just, I, I, can, I can take in so much manga at once, just from one subscription. Which doesn't exist. It's just the accessibility of the medium, I think, is why it's so big. It's Both, also in yeah. the zeitgeist. Yeah. Well, yeah. I even think like the accessibility yep. of, of the format, but also the accessibility of the, the, the story. It's such a evergreen story concept. I mean, sure, you know, you have ones about ninjas, ones about, you know, half monkey people, and you know, ones about devils. But like the themes in it are so um, universal, but I think it's accessible in that regard as well. Yeah, uh, I mean, I agree with everything you guys said. That's I think the probably largest contributor to it is: can I get it easy? Can I get it cheap? And is it good? Yeah. I do have a, a, a follow up take though. Yeah. Which is that I don't actually think they're bigger in terms of cultural relevance or impact. No, I agree with that. And, and I think that that uh, is... Sorry, what? What is uh, bigger? Manga. I think, I think compared to maybe not superhero comics, but superheroes, 
which would include superhero comics, so that's where they came from, are bigger. Um, and that that to me carries more weight. Like this doesn't compare to what superheroes are or do or the impact of them or the notoriety of them. If we're simply comparing a, a manga, right? Manga to superhero comics, like the 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 thing itself and what it sells, absolutely. Um, but in terms of impact, superhero comics, in my mind, have to be they, it dwarfs dwarfs manga. I think to that, um, superheroes beyond the comics right now are such a common theme that I think to your culture point, that has been one of the the mythologies that has been spread so so well. It, right. it's it's everywhere so much so that my hero academia is a manga about a superhero school like it is permeated that on webtoons is where you could find all that kind of stuff in a manga styling is it's permeated into the culture that I, like i would say in a similar fashion scott pilgrim brought that kind of aesthetic and style to a more western story where you know, we've been consuming Dragon Ball Z since the '90s. That's or the '80s, even right. That's uh, Scott Pilgrim was in 2011, the movie, let's say, and the the manga, 2002. And so there's a time advantage to it as well that has allowed it to just exist in 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 the cultural zeitgeist. I think you're saying, Sean, like like this, Superman is more recognizable than than uh, I, I yeah. guess Luffy from One Piece or something, arguably. Yeah, sure. I mean, sure. I think that I think that's pretty hard to contest. I, I agree, but also like you think like and then I'm like Superman or Pikachu. Like eh. I, I say trajectory yeah, wise, trajectory wise though, I think like one's on the up. <laughs> the other's not, you know. I think then, then, you, then you throw in, you know, you throw in uh, Cardangle in the mix. No, you throw in uh, uh, Disney and Marvel in the mix, and I think you have an unstoppable cultural beast there, um, which I agree. That is based in superhero comics, which in turn helped influence manga, which now manga is then going back and influencing Western comics. So there's this cyclical, you know... Uh, A symbiosis. Yeah, yeah, of influence going on, yeah. As it should be. You see how something like Static was influenced yeah. by manga, yep. and it's it you know it was a huge success, um, and was also pretty cool, you know. And I really enjoyed that. And I can see, not a lot, but some of those influences coming through now that I'm reading a little bit more of this stuff through the show. Yeah. So I want to get to one of Nihilus's uh, questions, which I, I I think he might be surprised. Uh, how annoyed are you that you had to read it? Not. <laughs> um, I'm so annoyed. I'm so annoyed. Uh, man, you're just making him. You're just trying to get him to stay as a patron at this point. You're just. <laughs> if you think I care, <laughs> but like you'd be shocked. <laughs> annoyed. Then we will I don't take think... your seven bucks a month. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think annoyed works because it's it's it was a quick read. Like huh. I had, e I, it's much easier reading this than uh, it was Thor: God of Thunder previously. Look, we, we joke around and stuff, but like 
you know, you read a good story. Uh, someone yeah. said it earlier. You read a good story and like it's good and that's that. And, like, I don't do. I think this was a good story. I don't know if I think it was a good story, but I enjoyed it. Like I didn't hate it. Um, you know, it, it is what it is. Like I, I don't really give yeah, a shit. Yeah. yeah, and if it's if it's well done one way or the other, uh, right. something that you could you could work off of for sure. I'm never gonna hate something off the basis of what it is. Like I'm not gonna hate something off the basis of it being a mock. It's going to be an impediment towards me wanting to engage with it. But if I have to, which I did now, I'm going to, I'm going to evaluate it on its merits. Uh, so I want to get into the uh, Harris, the Night Stalker uh, power hour here with a couple questions. Um, has this made new weebs upon reading? Uh, Marco, would you consider yourself a weeb? I think oh, it's... Like no stretch of the imagination. I don't... Yeah. yeah. You don't hide it. Yeah, I don't hide it. Yeah. Uh, Kale, I'm curious. How, uh, you like you like Ultraman? Does that that's pretty weeby? <laughs> uh, is it? Uh, I, I think so. I, I think, think so. so. Yeah, that counts. Well, maybe then. That's like the the art house weeb. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you like Gojira? What do I? I have yeah. two eyes and a heart. There you go. Okay. <laughs> no, Gojira is the. Japanese name for Godzilla. Marco showing off. I thought it was. I, I thought it was. God, I thought it was Godzuki. Oh wait, no, it's Shin Godzilla. It's the movie. I was referring to the movie. Sorry. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I guess I would say I dabble. <laughs> but if you consider, you know, Tokusatsu, weeb shit, then yeah, I guess so. Paint uh, me with that brush, then, like. <laughs> I don't think I'd call myself a weeb just yet. I, I think there is weeb in me. Or you want there to be, uh, but like uh, I think I have the potential for Weeb. I have the Mitochondrion count for Weeb. Uh, <laughs> just uh, it's not unlocked yet. I need some training. Uh, Sean, you're a Weeb, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, hell no. All right, team hell no. Uh, all right, right. Uh, another question from uh, Harris. What part of the story stood out the most to you? Uh. Two answers. One is when they sort of break down the gun devil thing. That was very, very impactful. I really enjoyed that. And then the whole saga with the Eternity Devil. That was sick. That was really, really cool. Um, it's cooler in concept, I think, than what actually happens. But we haven't talked about it, but the horror in this story is really well done. And so yeah. some of the stuff that we saw during that fight was pretty cool. Um, visually and then you know the antics of the team of like oh should we you know kill them ourselves or whatever <laughs> um and then the sort of small psychological horror aspect of the fact that they keep looping i really enjoy like oh mm -hmm. like i felt like oh shit like i don't know yeah what yeah. is about to happen and how are they going to get out of this? That's what right. helped me the first time. It's like, I genuinely can't figure this out. Yeah. So for me, that was the Eternity Devil was the one that jumps out to me the most, too, because I literally felt claustrophobic during that that uh -huh. arc. Like it, it the I think the pacing on that story really works because it, it, it almost feels like, um, you know, when Sonic the Hedgehog is drowning and it's like. <laughs> A slow like din din or like Jaws, you yeah. know, it's like yeah, that slow yeah. build and like just things just start, start getting really hectic. And then by the end of the story, it's like, oh, shit, I can't breathe anymore. Um, uh, but then they're OK. Uh, but yeah, that that there's some tension there that gets built. That is 
uh, honestly scarier than the actual devil itself. The devil is just some gross Cronenbergian thing. Um, but the, the feeling that is in that, I think, is what got me. For me, it was the, the twist at the end. The utter assault of uh, on our main characters it's just that, that that was the point for me where i'm like holy shit what the f- like where is this book going yeah how, how like how could you how could you have topped what just happened and we're still going at this like that that was the moment for me marco does he keep topping himself in this throughout that sounded weird um <laughs> like like is that the kind of pacing that goes throughout this that i can look forward to I, I would say so. Yeah, it, it yeah. definitely does. It yeah. like okay. beat after beat, arc after arc. It it heats and continues to heat up. Huh. There. So you were talking about the weight earlier of like something like Goodbye Airy and you know versus the Shonen stuff. Um, there's an arc coming up where Denji sort of meets someone on his level, not like in you know they're a shitty brat or whatever but like someone who is a teenager and you know uh wants to interact with him as like a potential partner and is like they're the same age and uh they're also a devil and shit gets real um and guys You want to talk about twists? Don't, don't, don't. I'm not. I'm not saying a word. I'm not saying a word. <laughs> I'm just saying. I can see you fighting it. It's it's a, oh. um wow. the end. The end, man. I'm telling you. So is this saying. done? Chainsaw Man. The first. The first part is done. Okay. Um So gotcha. they uh, Fujimoto has just started releasing uh, the second part, which is I think chapter 99. Yeah. As or ninety eight of last as of last week, and I know the anime comes out this year at some point, something yes. like that. Yeah, yeah. which the oh, trailer that, looks insane on yo, that. Yeah. That will be that will be this section, this yeah. ninety seven okay. chapters. Yeah, yep. Okay. Sean, you got to watch that trailer. It's it's cool, dude. It's the perfect. art style. Uh, it's Mappa yeah. doing it. They did um, Attack on Titan. Like yeah, all this, so this will be in color. Yes. 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 Yeah. Full color. Okay. All right. Yeah, now you're speaking his language. There we go. Yeah. Back on the hook. Um, the thing that so, stands out the most to me is the barf. Oh, yeah. That the, the barf? <laughs> you ever read uh, the Junji Ito uh, barf or the yeah. pimple stories? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Um, so another Harris question for a new reader or old. What can you objectively say that would draw someone new to the genre of this book? How do we hook people in like we've been hooked? The genre, the genre, the genre. So, I would say new someone new to the genre of I guess shonen manga. Let's just say that to want to pick up this book. Okay. Um, I I would say. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say Sean's gonna tell him to uh, start a podcast, do a couple hundred episodes, (laughs) uh, and then you'll get to it. Right. And then against your will. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I don't know. Like I don't really feel like this is for everybody, but I think that mm. um I personally I don't think that there's anything in here that's like so good that I'm just like like there's nothing specific that I can say like, oh my god, this is why. I think if you 
read if if you're an older if you're a person who's already inclined to enjoy these kinds of stories this is probably like a lot of those other ones you know if it 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 has the dna of stuff that i have seen before so it's not new hat right it's the same old shit just with different characters and themes or whatever um and you know people that like action people that like um people that are horny i guess like you know yeah like look i just turned to a random page and that's what's oh, going you've turned to the page <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me and it's amazing a page. it's uh uh denji groping uh makima like come on yeah how did you feel about that the like the, the sexual stuff the, the he's war. 16 so i felt weird about it yeah and i don't understand why no one talks about that oh they bring it up in this book uh specifically the part where uh uh eye patch woman again yeah Jimeno. yeah she's, but like, she's, I, she's, I, she's like she's like i didn't i didn't uh I didn't force myself on you last night, did I? Did we? Did we have sex? No. Okay. Good. I'm legally fine. <laughs> like <laughs> I meant, like, co- like outside of the book, no one talks about. Like, yeah, it's weird. Like it just gets a pass. He's touching and engaging sexually with grown women. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. I guess the. I don't know. I. <laughs> I definitely don't want to defend it. <laughs> but I, I guess I guess uh, the idea I guess is similar to other shonen yeah. mangas that the the ages are a bit um, unclear. Like Makima could be the same age. I mean, you know, the uh, age of like, consent in Japan is thirteen. Um, well, so throwing that out there <laughs> that as well. Could, so then, why did have... she say I'm legally fine? Oh, because no. of the translation. Um, maybe or maybe because it would be actual rape (laughs) like even if it's not statutory it's also actual Um, but besides the point yeah Um, I agree with Sean I'm not sure this is for everyone like there are friends that I have that I would not recommend this to because I just know it's not their jam Um, but I think like I would I would honestly recommend a Shonen Jump subscription and say hey this is a good book that you can read on it but I would recommend the subscription over over anything, really. Um, I think this is fun. I think it's stupid. Uh, a, little, a little horned up, too. Um, but um, I had fun reading it. I, it was a page turner for me, for sure. Uh, for me, I think the one of the ways in is the art. Um, that was the like a big mm. thing for me in this book is mm. he's just really dynamic. He has clean lines. Sometimes I think his forms get out of shape with character faces. In particular, the humans, the the monsters were, I think, almost always disgusting and done very, very well. And God, the leech well. one, ugh. Which one? The leech one that just shows oh, up yeah, saying, "Hey, yeah. kill my boyfriend," you know, like. Oh yeah, like they're. It's all in a really, I think, fluid style, which works for the book, especially when you get into mm. the chainsaws and things are just like flying everywhere. You can still make out the shapes because you you, you can recognize it amongst sort of the the hectic nature of the uh, of the environment sometimes. Um, I think that's the appeal for me outside of the story sometimes where maybe I'm not feeling the narration or I'm not feeling the scene, the action or the art that translated, I think will bring me back in. Okay. How do you, how do you, how do you sell this? Hey. 
chainsaws, man. <laughs> um, I think. Can I end the show right there? <laughs> I think uh, for me, it's the the horror angle on a shonen title. Hmm. Okay. If you're if you're already into shonen, but you want something that leans a little gory, a little horror-y, I, then I think that's that's where I would go. I agree with that. Because yeah. with I, I think especially if you're going to start it out, you probably need shonen experience to get you know get to where we did basically. Like it's it's it would be difficult to hand you know volume one to my mom and be like no volume three you're gonna love this that's fair yeah uh, i think there will no, be no reason to sell it once the anime comes out i think this is gonna be one of those things that's like huge yeah like this is gonna be like demon slayer huge i feel i uh, i think it already is i don't know about that uh i smell uh, it just like we'll I smell see, those gun, those gun devil uh, little giblets. The fucking uh, volumes have only just come back on sale after being, you know, a, a huge manga shortage. Yeah, I feel like everybody talks about this thing. Like it's it's uh, it's like everywhere. You you couldn't buy volume one. Like I couldn't yeah, buy yeah, volume yeah. one or three. They only had Fair two enough. and five. That's all they had. For not them not to have a volume one is wild. Yeah, man. Well, um, yeah. traditionally ones and twos are the hardest for uh, any of them bookstores to have with manga, mm, yeah. Be- and you know, because of yeah. yeah our our reasoning. Yeah. Um, so I guess uh, we'll end it with uh, one final question from uh, Harris, uh, with which is uh, which gal do you select to be a waifu? Harris, that's the weirdest way to answer, ask that question, but let's answer it. <laughs> this is the one you want to end it on? Yeah, this is what we're ending on. We're ending it on a, on a high note, weird note. Well, I can go first to break this ice if you want. Go ahead. I mean, I'm down too, but go ahead. I'm going to say Makima for the same reasons Fujimoto mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> that's tough, yeah. <laughs> um, power, hopefully of age. Okay, well, we're under the assumption. All right, Marco, like, Jesus. Just in case. (laughs) Isn't she a demon? Yeah, Yeah. she's a fiend. Technically, she doesn't age because she's a corpse, isn't she? Isn't she a corpse that is then possessed by a devil? That's worse, Tyler. She's a corpse. She's dead. She's a fiend. Listen, listen, Marco, you're the corpse fucker. (laughs) Whoa. Mm. Power. Oh. (laughs) Sticking to it. Uh, yeah, for me, it's definitely Makima also. I want, you know, I want to see how, how deep the mind fuck can go. I was going to say, by, I was going to say really, something really fucked up. Never mind. Never mind. I want to hear that. No, no. I'll tell you later. All right. Um, we'll get it on a pal around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm actually, I'm going to, since I've read the whole thing, I'm going to, I'm going to leap just a little bit further ahead and, uh, I'm going to say the bomb devil. Okay. Something seems uh, buxom about a bomb devil. Like bombshell? Devil? That's what I'm feeling. Uh, listen, yeah. I think it's volume six. So I might get to that tonight, for all I know. Yeah, and yeah. you should. All right. Um, but yeah, that was our, uh, that's our book club on uh, Chainsaw Man volumes one to three. You can expect volumes 
uh, four to ten next month. Um, <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> yeah, because we'll have to cover eleven. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, ten leaves on a cliffhanger. Um, yeah, big one. But yeah, uh, thanks patrons for uh, voting on this book for this uh, this month. Um, again, you can follow, you can get us at uh, patreon.com slash the comics palace if you want to influence the vote going forward. Um, Berserk was on there uh, this past month. Uh, so if you want to have Sean read more books that aren't in color, um, it can <laughs> skew that way if you want. Or you can even vote for Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is going to be infinitely an option on the, uh, the polls. <laughs> Um, uh, if if you want, so there there there's some engagement there that you can do to kind of uh, guide the show uh, with your with your wallet and support. Um, but yeah, until uh, until next month, do we we don't know who the the book is yet, do we? Sure. Yet. Nope. Not, Not yet. yet. You have to no. vote. Okay. Yeah, vote's coming up. Um, but yeah, until next month, we'll see you around for another uh, Comics Pals book club. Take care, guys. See you next month.